So this is Behind the Showroom with Lance Woods. Ooh, that's the name of Behind the Showroom? Yeah. We're literally, well, we're not, ex- I mean, we're still behind the showroom. It's close enough. It's on the side of the showroom. Yeah. Now it's now it's beside the showroom. Besides the showroom. But yeah. I like inside the, no, behind the showroom. <laughs> yeah. We have a little ditty that played at the beginning and everything. It was titties. No, ditty, not titty. Oh. Jesus, Lance. It only took 29 seconds to get to... Jump I can't say titty on here. You can say whatever you want on here. Oh, because I see pirate's booty. Oh, yeah. Right there. Mm-hmm. And I heard titties. I didn't see them, but I heard you said there's some titties around here somewhere. Well, Chas Titty is here. She's bartending. Does that count? Oh, ch- no, I don't even. Nuh-uh. <laughs> that don't count. <laughs> she could be having different circumstances. Yeah. She'd be like, hey, hey, no, no, no hug because he checks for fingerprints. <laughs> Well, he's um, yeah, he's in jail now. So uh, that's surprising. That? No, that is shocking. I know. I would never have guessed that. Let's spit your gum out. Yeah. I oh, look to do at it. the professionalism. I don't want the chewing. It's because to... I can hear it in my own ear. I can hear me smacking my gum, and then I think, how annoying! I must be talking to people smacking gum all day. Not at all. You know, I don't. You know, it's funny. Is people um. I don't need. I don't, you don't annoy nobody. People are highly intimidated by you. I don't, I don't know if you've noticed that in your day. I've heard that. It's but a theme. People be like highly intimidated by you, and you just be smiling and chilling. But everybody thinks you're mean and scary, and uh, I don't understand why. I don't either. I don't either. Because I mean, if people talk to me, I'll talk to them, but they won't even talk to me to find out that I'm not that intimidating, <laughs> or they talk to me at the wrong time. Like, like it, when I'm trying to run a show or when I'm seating people, they the come up and want to have like conversation. Sunday, I'm like, Sunday why? through Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wrong time, people. Talk to me on right. any day between Sunday and Sunday after that. Yeah, after that, it's fine. I got all the time in the world for everybody. No. So this is this is the question. I got, I got questions, right? I'm ready. All right. So I wasn't around. So there's a there's a guy named Steve, right? Yes. Who used to own this club? Yes. Okay. So I hear Steve. I don't know who Steve is. I mm-hmm. wasn't around when Steve was around. So what was the process of you taking over? Oh, well, I have actually been around the club for 18 years. Okay. And not a lot of people know that because I used to be the bookkeeper. So okay. I would come in once a week on Wednesdays and pretend to pay bills because there was never money to pay bills. But Okay. So. He wasn't great financially. So in Steve the was fucking world. up. All right, cool. And it's not a secret. It's not a secret. He okay. was bouncing checks left, right, and center. Oh, like he was paying the comics for checks that wasn't official. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Jerry Seinfeld had to come check Steve about his money. I don't know if Jerry Seinfeld did, but there okay. were definitely some comics that okay. that got screwed over in the Steve era. Okay. But um, so I was in the background, and the comics didn't know me, and I was really quiet at the time, so. At the time, because now you're just loud. But <laughs> now I'm... You're doing podcasts. <laughs> you're doing the announcements. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to laugh so unlimited. Who's ready to have a good time? Woo! All right. Turn off your fucking cell phones. <laughs> I did. I did cuss at an audience the other day. I was like, if you, it, it was a uh, Friday late show. And they all sat in the back. Like the first three rows were empty. And they refused to sit up front. I go, hey, are you guys ready to have a good time? And they were like, yeah. I was like, then move the fuck up. Come closer to the <laughs> stage. Y'all are tripping. They did. They moved. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, yeah. I intimidate audiences, too. I, I don't know why. I didn't intimidate Deborah last night. Oh, my goodness. We'll get back to Deborah. <laughs> we'll we want to hear We want to hear about you in okay. Steve's Chronicles. So, so This was... bitch, Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> Deborah was special. Um, so I was the bookkeeper and then he had kids about Jalen's age now. So they were about 10, nine, 10 and he wanted to be home more and he was trying to sell the business 
And it was a recession at the time, around 2000. No, I won't cut you off. There's no way Jalen's 10 years old. Jalen just turned 10 yesterday. Okay, continue. She's probably almost as tall as you. She's over five foot tall. I, I don't need that. Okay, go okay. ahead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> But she, um, but so he was trying to sell. It was a recession. It was about like 2009, you know, so businesses weren't doing well and people couldn't get funding. So he, we were in the office one day and he goes, Jenny, why don't you just buy it? And I laughed at him. I was like, oh, that's hilarious. You're funny. I've never worked in hospitality. I've never worked. I don't, I've never served. I don't even know how to bartend. And then JC, the bartender, I was talking to him on my way home because we've been friends for years. And I was like, oh, Steve said the funniest thing today. Ha, ha, ha. And he was like, girl, why wouldn't you do that? And I was like, what? So I was way less confident back then. And he uh -huh. goes, you should consider that. You should do it. You should own the business. And I was like, I don't know. He goes, you know everything. You you run the back of the house. So then my mom uh, invested, got money out of her retirement, invested in laughs. And my mom and I own the business now. Okay. That's the story. And so, and that was in 2009. Yep. Okay. I was pregnant at the time. I don't like to do anything easy. So, <laughs> had, a, had a baby, bought a business, uh -huh. all in 2009. Yeah. yeah. So, you was, uh, so now you're 10, 10 years deep now. Yeah. August, okay. August was 10 years. Okay. So, okay. Because I'm trying to think. Because I started coming around in 2010. Okay. So it wasn't long after I took over. Now, is that when you started comedy or just when you started coming around here? I started comedy in 2010. Okay. So, well, it was interesting. It's, my first time on stage was June 2nd, 2010. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, was we, it here? No. Or somewhere else? It was... Uh, we could say other clubs here? I was, it was at Punchline. Okay. June 2nd, 2010. Within the next... Let's say six months, I got on stage maybe three times. Okay. One of them was here. Mm -hmm. Um, No, two of them was here. Okay. Like, I can remember, like, within that time, I did the punchline that one time. I did touch a class. I did laughs twice. Okay. And that was my comedy career for the year of 2010. Okay. And I did a work um, talent show. Okay. At my job. Um, when I worked at Comcast. I was like, oh, Comcast. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that was the it. And it, so at the time, <clears throat> I didn't think you could tell the same joke twice. Oh. So I thought every time I came on stage, I had to have a whole new jokes. So I remember I came here. I remember I told the stupidest joke here. I remember writing the joke, and I thought, <laughs> yo, this joke is going to be crazy. And then I was trying to get on the on the uh, open mic here on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I think we should keep this approach, but you lose it. But um, I was just so um, excited to be on stage. It was like an open mic on a Tuesday, but let me tell it. It was the showtime at the Apollo. Right. Like, I'm like, I got to get on this show. They're never, you know what I mean? Like, I got, so then uh, my uncle actually, uh, my uncle used to work with Shane Murphy. Oh, yeah. At AT&T. Yeah. And uh, they had a, a thing where, uh, what do they call that when, you can either move out of state or just lose your job. And they give you like the severance payout okay. thing. Yeah. So I think Shane took the payout like I'm not going nowhere. My uncle moved to San Diego. He's still out there. So, but him and Shane knew each other. So my uncle was like, you my partner do the comedy? I think Shane was hosting over Mike mm -hmm. at that time. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like trying to talk to Shane like, can I get on the show? And I, I know I was bugging the hell out of him because I was asking very dumb questions. No. Oh, new comics don't ask any dumb questions. <laughs> what do you mean? Very dumb questions. I'm sure of it. What time the show start? Okay, so what time I got to be there? So what time am I going on? It looks like I'm doing all that kind of stuff. It's like, bro, just, which they all do. Yeah, uh -huh. just come, on, bro. Just stop asking me all these questions. But so I did an open mic and I had this joke. I remember and I, I said, <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait for this joke. Yo, I, I was like, this I had is the this. fun part though, is seeing how far you guys progress. So man, let's this go. This joke is really bad. <laughs> I, <can't wait. laughs> I was like, man, it's so hot outside. I seen water drinking water. <laughs> I seen a Dasani drinking an Aquafina. <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> da -da -da -da. Like I, like I thought. I was like, they don't get it. Because imagine if you seen it and it was drinking. The, no, y'all don't understand. Y'all ain't never been hot. 
Apparently, y'all ain't never been hot. <laughs> that's if I was water, I would drink water. It, if was, I, it was the audience's fault, obviously. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like y'all don't get that. That's that's next level. You should explain the joke better. I should. When you explain the joke, that's always makes it funny. Because <laughs> he has to unscrew the top. Because you know water is so if it's wet, it's really just like a river flowing of no. Ah. Women be shopping, right? It's crazy out here. Where my Sagittarius is at? Make some noise. Any birthdays in the house? Give it up for the troops. Give it up, yeah, because they fighting hard. <laughs> Salvation Army, Old Navy, they're doing their thing. <laughs> uh, so then, but the set actually, the sex went well. I just, like a lot of my early sets went really well. And I think it had to for me because I wouldn't have kept going. Right. Like, I, I'm not the type of person that, if, like, I try something, I'm not good at it. I just say, I don't, right. I don't care enough to work to get good at this. I'll just do the things I'm good at. Yeah. It's like how I approach women. Like, if I approach a woman and she's not interested, then I'd just be like, oh, well, I'll go find somebody who is. Like, I'm not finna. <laughs> Oh, I just this is what I need to do. Right. I need to show her. I ain't showing her nothing. Look, man, this is what it is. You're not interested? Nah, it's fine. I get it. Right, next. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting a FaceTime call in the middle oh, of a podcast. All right. Uh-oh. What's up? Hi, what's up? We are podcasting. That's Jenny. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. Happy Saturday, yes. Yep, I got to go cuz this is all on air and it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> I'm I'm sure to people listening. That's how that's how important Lance is, though. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we tell you to turn your phones off before our show. <laughs> <laughs> so no, so I was doing it. I was doing the uh, see, like when I approached her, she was interested instantly. Because yeah. if she wouldn't have been, I would have never got that phone call. Right. Because there's no way I'm trying to prove myself that I'm good enough to anybody. <laughs> I'm an upgrade to you, <laughs> Dusty Hall. <laughs> so confidence isn't Land's problem, that's for sure. <laughs> so I did the, uh, I did punchline, touch of class, laughs that one time, and then another time you had a competition here, mm -hmm. and it was like the winner of the competition would be able to host or feature i don't remember we were doing both at the time so it depends on which one you were on but yeah um, i don't remember which one i was on yeah but i remember doing it and um i might be getting the times mixed up was that the same year or the next year i don't i don't remember but i remember doing that competition and uh i i did i did all right in the competition i didn't win but i made it to like the next round um and i remember the finals came down at to insane Wayne and, and Tristan. Mm -hmm. And uh Tristan ended up winning. And uh he tells people about that all the time still. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing my name Tristan? I'll be insane Wayne in the competition in case you was wondering. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna go back over here and do what I was doing before. But you need to know that information. So mm -hmm. that is my people. So yeah, then I did that and then after that when I went, when I was at the church of class that one time, I met a guy named Andre Paradise. You remember Andre mm -hmm. Paradise? Um, so Andre Paradise had a competition, Shades of Laughs, okay. up in Oregon. Okay. So. Uh, so now you're traveling for comedy. Yeah. You're big time. <laughs> so look. <laughs> so look, we're gonna we're gonna do the Shades of Laughs thing, and uh, it's like. They had the different brackets. So in the in the bracket of 24, 25, I, I placed um, sixth. Okay. Now, these were my, because there was like seven shows and eight nights or mm -hmm. six shows and seven nights. It was, it was something like that. So in that, um, th these were my fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, <laughs> ninth times on stage. Yeah. Like, so I'm like super new. Yeah. And then people in the competition is like ten years in, fifteen mm -hmm. years in, some twenty years in, like mm -hmm. eight. Like you have all of these different uh times of people being in comedy. So one of the guys told me, actually guys I'm still cool with he's a funny dude, Benny Mana out in LA. He was like, Man, you funny but you don't perform enough. Uh, I was like, Nah. What do you mean? This is my fifth time. Yeah. <laughs> I've been out here grinding, baby. You know what I'm saying? I got it four times in six months. <coughs> I 
came to Oregon for this. <laughs> International. And, yeah. What you mean? I had to put chains on the car. <laughs> so he said, <laughs> I, I fought through the snow to get here. Right. Look, he said, uh, he said, uh, you got to do this every night. And I said, what? <laughs> I could, like, I, I, I remember, I remember being like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You can't even do comedy every night. That didn't even make no sense. Mm-hmm. It was like, you got to perform every day. And I was still like, bro, what are you, like, I don't even know what you're talking about, man. He was like, if you when you go home, you're gonna talk to the people, and they're gonna tell you about the different open mics, and so you gotta be at all of those every night, sometimes two and three times a night. And I was like, bro, this don't even make sense. Like, what what you said, I don't even fathom what you're saying, man. Like, how do you get on stage three times in a night? Like, mm-hmm. there's only one night. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. So then, uh, <laughs> I can't even get Shane to tell me what time I'm going up. You know what I'm saying? Night. Shane won't even answer my calls no more. <laughs> I've, I've ruined a relationship with Shane Murphy. Like, I'll never work in this town again. Right. <laughs> so when I get back, mm-hmm. that's when I started to like hit the open mics, and I st- I was like asking people like, "Yo, what? So where? Okay, how do?" And then I was getting a, a beat on where the rooms is at. Mm-hmm. So when anybody asks me, um, um, like yeah, as far as like a um elevation and growth for me it was the stage time like that because i was a minimum 12 mics a week Mm -hmm. like and that was i don't know like the schedule for the mics out here no more like not like i used to but um i was everywhere Mm -hmm. like sundays you had um on the y you had touch of class Mm -hmm. you had comedy spot and mondays you had po boys and Boxing Donkey, yep. and Nutty Mondays, yep. and Comedy Spot. And then Tuesdays, you would have Laughs uh, the first and third Tuesday. And then you would have Lunas. And then you would have, um, um, well, it was either, they would switch them. But uh, it was Boston's Lounge at the time. But JB's now, mm-hmm. they would do that on Tuesdays or Wednesdays. It would, like, switch. And then... Um, you had Wednesday, you had uh, T2s, and then you had uh, Queen of Sheba, and then you had uh, they used to do an open mic at um, Strikes. Oh, yeah. And Rockland, Mike Osborne used to host it. Yeah. And so you would have that, and then Tommy T's would do an open mic, and then thursdays the 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 poetry spot they would do an open mic at the um at the red lion Mm -hmm. and then uh there was some there's somewhere very obvious that they did on thursdays and i'm I'm missing i can't think of right now but i just i was just in the rotation of all i would just show up everywhere yo can i and you know what i mean sometimes it would be like yeah you're going up but i'd be sitting there for two hours waiting but it's just like whatever i had to get the jokes up and then you do that enough and it's like oh okay then you start to okay you start to get your rhythm and okay that's why these jokes ain't working that's why this joke is going good that's what you know what i mean you well and the more that. you show up at the mics too the more you build the relationship with mm-hmm. the person running the mic and then you're not waiting two hours you're waiting hour 47 minutes <laughs> give me a well, 13 minutes quicker two mics in the night <laughs> i was i was like crazy mm-hmm. and that's 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 like, you know i gained a bunch of weight well, i don't know if you would know i gained it because i'm gonna show you an old picture okay. i was 50 pounds heavier than i am right now okay 50 something pounds heavier okay maybe but i was um you were, I, you were eating at all these open mics not not even <laughs> at the open mics you know what i would do because i was still working the day job what? i would um I would um oh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember you. Yeah. I don't remember you like that. Why'd you whisper it? Like, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Lance was big. You look taller though. <laughs> <laughs> look. That's because your mom's not very tall. You were standing in the picture, you're standing yeah. next to your mom. My boy seen this bit, he was like, Bro, you would not be funny if you still look like that. <laughs> You'd be a bitter comic if you still look like that. <laughs> but uh, um, what I would do was I would I still work at Comcast and I would probably work the shift was probably like from 7 to 
five or something like that, or mm-hmm. seven to four thirty, whatever whatever those hours is. I get off work, come home, chill for a minute, but by seven I'm out the house head, hitting the mics. Oh, that was the uh, I can't what was the name of that spot. They did like a competition um, at that casino. Oh my goodness, comical here doesn't know what I'm talking about. It's, it was off a of greenback. Ruben, I think Ruben Moore used to be a part of it. Okay, it's like a, uh, but yeah, I was, I was at just all of these random ass low places, man. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all got some of that stage time, baby? <laughs> Come on, baby, let me get some of that stage time up off you. And then what happened? So then there was that, mm-hmm. and then um, and then there was um, uh. Tristan had Nutty Mondays. Right. Tristan moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, you should take over Nutty Mondays. That was another huge step because when you when you run a show, you do what you want to do. <laughs> and I, I didn't know how to promote mm-hmm. at all. So what I used to do, I if I put something on Facebook and 100 people liked it, in my head, a hundred people, people was coming. coming. Right. They, why would they like it and not come? That's stupid. <laughs> like, who would just press the button if you're not going to leave your house and spend your money in the cold? So I was like, I say, yo, Nutty Mondays tonight, 150 people liked it. It's going to be packed. And you get there and it's 10 people show up. 10 people show up and mm-hmm. no comics. Oh, shit. Like, look, I used to have joints come with no comics. Yeah. So then what happened was like, the guy I remember one time, it was like, it was like, clear. Now, now, when I first did it, a bunch of comics showed up. But then I wasn't, I wasn't promoting it right to people. I, you know what I mean? I didn't know how to do that. Right. So then it would just be random. So it'd be like, if it started at eight, we end up starting closer to eight thirty-five, and then I'm looking. And the only comics there is Monica Archuleta pop up. Right. Robert Berry might show up randomly. Right. And then, like, uh, and Guy will show up later. And so it's just us. Yeah. So it's like, I'm doing 30 minutes bringing somebody, doing 30 minutes bringing somebody. Because <laughs> I'm trying to make the show last long enough to make it make sense for people who came out right. and spent the $5 or whatever the case is. So, um, it was one time in particular, and I was just used to be so thankful when I would see other like, thank you, Robert Barry. I got you know what I mean. Like That's five minutes you don't have to do. Yeah, like, man. Minutes you don't have to do. do what, yeah. How much time? Go have fun, man. Do it. <laughs> get it off your chest. How much time you want me to? Get it off your chest. Just talk about what you need to talk about. <laughs> So I would I would go. Uh, Welcome to Nutty Monday's therapy session. Yeah, <laughs> hey man, talk your talk, baby. It was one time in particular though. I was uh, I actually had like a good amount of people in the room. Yeah, like it was probably like thirty people, and you know, you've been to Nutty Monday, just Stony It's like a, it's mm-hmm. not a, a huge space of so thirty people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in that room. Um, like thirty people in there, and zero, not a single comic. Mm-hmm. Right, so I'm outside. I'm like panicking, like, oh my goodness, I don't got no comics. I got all these people, and then I was calling, and then like my spirit was like, yo, don't call nobody, just go do the show. And I remember I was calling Rico. Yeah, I was calling Rico. I just hung up the phone. It's like I just go do the show. Yeah. So I went on stage and did like an hour and a half. Um, I don't remember any of what I was talking about. <laughs> right. I just remember people had a good time. Mm-hmm. That was all I cared about. Like, so I'm not saying I did an hour and a half of um, hard hitting material, right. but I just remember everybody had a good time, yeah. and it was like it was fine. Like everybody was like, "Oh no, that was dope." So then it was like that was the beginning of me not depending on people, right? And and kind of having the confidence to myself that oh, I can do stuff. Like I don't need to, you know. Oh, but it like it can be you, right? You know what I mean. Like you don't have to. No, they'll come to see you. They you can do everything. You're looking at other people like they're wow. He did twenty minutes. Like you can do twenty minutes too. Like <laughs> right. you were on stage Put it for together. thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. The days. That's funny. That's and that's the 
the story of Lance Wood's beginning. Yeah, I mean, it's it's some, it's some more pivotal moments. Um, of course. You want to hear some? Sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so we did a tour. Okay. I, I well let let me. We we did some shows, right? <laughs> I did some shows. I this look, man. This is what happened. They had this thing. It's not so official. We're gonna call it a tour. <laughs> that, I mean, look, man. I don't. I love everybody, man. I don't. I don't know, man. But this it was just a moment in time. So this happened. So uh, your favorite comedian, Dante Burks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So it was Dante Burks, Mike Sinclair, Tristan Johnson, Rico the Great, mm-hmm. and myself. Okay. Now, um, it was called uh, We Got Next. Oh, yeah. I remember that. You remember that, right? I remember that. Okay. So. Um, I want to say you guys did a show here. We Got Next was here one one time. If they were, I wasn't. I don't remember. Yeah. Maybe. Um. Um. Well, let me let me back up because I'm I'll tell about that. But because at the time some of these meetings were going on, I was in Japan. Okay. Because um, which highlights another pivotal thing is when I actually started going on the road. That happened really early too. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Daniel Dugar was, was like, Dugar. yeah, Dugar was just like, look, man, <laughs> you need to go to grow. <laughs> 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 he said to me, he said, "Man, you're funny, but you can't just be local. You have to go mm-hmm. to grow." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very do Exactly what he said. Uh-huh. So he was like, "I'm a." Uh, he's like, "I'm gonna bring you on the roll with me, so you can see and you can do other shows." So we was doing all of these uh, like triple runs and. Right. And just other spots, just random spots in the Montanas and Idaho's yep. and yep. Oregon's and Washington's and and that's that's uh, that was another big step in growth because I was um, seeing my jokes. There's an intimidation factor that goes in the comics. Like they like it here, where they like it over here. Right. They like it over there, but they like it over there. And it's at every level. It's like. When you only go to this one comedy club, will they mm-hmm. like me at this comedy club? Yeah. And then it's like, will they like me in this city? And then it's like, will they like me in this state? Right. And then will they like me out of the country? Right. And then will they like me in Mars? Like you just keep <laughs> you just keep having these things. Am I gonna be funny in heaven? <laughs> will the angels find this funny? And you keep like doing that. So uh, at the time, Dugar has uh, booked me in Japan to, to perform for the troops. So they was having these meetings about, you know what I mean, different things with the shows. And they was asking me, like, I think I'm pretty sure it was Dante who asked me to do it. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'll be a part of the thing. You know what I mean? I ain't know nothing, to, you know what I mean? But yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Um, so then we did one show. I did one show a weekend at what was at the time Jazz and Jokers. Okay. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Foolishness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was a lot of foolishness there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's Tommy T's in, in Rancho, but they got subleased to these people. They named the Jazz and Jokers. Long story short, they ended up stealing all of the money and they stole all the furniture when they left, like all kind of just crazy shit. But um, but they had, we had a weekend. Okay. We had a weekend at Jazz and Jokers, and, yeah. and um, it was popping. Like, and if you've seen Tommy T's before, like, it's mm-hmm. a really big room. Like, Beautiful and it room. was like. Huge stage. Yeah. It used to be a dinner theater. It felt like it used to be a a graduation center or something. It's like, <laughs> stage is huge. Yeah. But we was like, I think the Saturday shows were sold out mm-hmm. and like every other show was just packed. Yeah. And that was the first time I seen, oh, people will come to see you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it was like, no, you're specifically coming for this. And then if I was being honest, if I looked at the lineup, I knew who the people were there for. Right. You know what I mean? I knew out of the five of us, three of us um, had a different kind of um, draw right. to people. So then um, once that show was over, once that weekend was over, there was a lot of discrepancies. 
with uh where finances went mm-hmm. and i was like oh yeah i'm gone yo you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm not doing this shit, man. Because I, I, I know myself, mm-hmm. and I know um, this will turn violent. Like, mm-hmm. this will, this will go to a place it'll need to. Right. So before it does that, I'll just, I walk away. Because I'm end up fucking one of y'all up. Like that was, and that was what I had. Like I was like, yo, man, I don't want to do this because I know how this is gonna go. Because right. I don't, I don't like the energy of this, and I'm, I can count. I'm looking at numbers, and you're telling me this much was made, then I should have at least this much. If that's not the case, then what are we talking about? Right. So, um, so I was like, "Yeah, I'm going, y'all." So instead of walking away with a case, I'm just gonna walk away with the lesson learned. This is a lesson learned. Mm-hmm. But you know, the next thing I did started producing my own shows. Right. Yeah. Because I had. Well, you I, had Nutty Mondays under your I belt had by Nutty then. Mondays, and I had watched this. Mm-hmm. And then I had like BT Kingsley's always been like close to me but he's always been like just telling me little stuff so even when he was producing shows he would bring me on yeah and just show me he was like he was never because we was we was we just clicked like friends mm-hmm. so it was never like look this is what you gotta do it was just like yeah dog look you know what right, i mean like right. and it was always super simple right like everything it was just super simple so i was just watching like oh okay he's like yeah man pre-sale tickets if you don't have pre-sale tickets, you're not. What are you even doing? You don't. You don't have a gauge on who's coming. You don't. Right. You don't got no pre-sale. You can't just depend on walk-ups. Right. Even though Sacramento is like a walk-up town. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you can't depend on. You need to have your pre-sales number so you know mm-hmm. this is who's coming at least. It's like if you sell a hundred pre-sale tickets, ninety-five of them are probably coming. So, I think that's why I hate the question because, you know, comics are interested. They want to know how shows are and not just being nosy, just like, mm-hmm. are there going to be people here? Mm-hmm. And I hate the question because I can tell you what we have online. You're not going to be impressed by it. But I know there are people coming because mm-hmm. Sacramento is a walk-up town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've made plans. We just don't know about them yet. Yeah. They just, they, <laughs> They're going to be here. Why would they buy their tickets in advance? Why would they do such a responsible <laughs> idiotic thing like right. why would they lock themselves in there might be something on the way that catches their eye and then what if it's an accident <laughs> what, are we gonna find what, if it starts, what if it starts raining oh yeah that'll shut the whole town down <laughs> let it rain a little bit ah, there was water coming from the sky hey, have you heard this joke about with water was so thirsty and drank water <laughs> Because it was an Aquafina <laughs> drinking a Dasani. Right. And if right. you think about it. Right. Never mind. I don't got time for this. I still don't know how they twisted the cap off. They don't got arms. Y'all don't respect genius. <laughs> clearly. I saw this thing. I was like, clearly these people don't understand genius. <laughs> this is obvious that these people don't get it. That is crazy. And then, like, you, it, it's like natural. You see Did you tell that joke more than once? That's what I need I to I told know. it. No. Okay, good. Because at the time, I didn't think you could tell the joke more than once. That's right. <laughs> so, no matter if it worked or not, I was like, ah. Well, there's some jokes that I've noticed that, and I don't know what yours is, because I don't think I, I don't think I saw you early enough to see you struggle with a joke, or that you didn't do the joke more uh-huh. once. But there are some jokes where I just watch and go, God, it's a terrible joke. Stop telling it. But they, they want it to work so uh-huh. bad uh-huh. that they keep telling it. I was talking about that with Michael Calvin. You know? mm-hmm. He had that one joke when the disrespected handicap. And it's it's evolved now. And he took the part out that was, <laughs> was just like, but I don't know if I know your joke. What your joke was that you didn't let go for a long time. A joke I didn't let go for a long time? I was hoping it wasn't time. the water one. No, nah, it wasn't that one. <laughs> um, there was jokes. Um. See, I this this is this is my belief, right? I believe comics are highly delusional people. Um, okay, <laughs> I'm I, not going to disagree with that. Yeah, I, I feel like <laughs> comics are just really de- delusional, mm-hmm. and I I feel like I try to make it a point in myself to not be delusional. Mm-hmm. So if something's not working, I want to tell myself this isn't working. Mm-hmm. That's why I told you if it would have went bad early, I would I wouldn't right. have did it. Like, oh, this ain't working. Like, I gotta go do something else. Right. Um, I'm not going to keep trying this joke if it doesn't work. Right. So I was like that. So really, um, I, I, I kind of stopped doing jokes. Um, <laughs> I kind of stopped doing certain jokes, not because they weren't working, just because they weren't working as quick as I wanted them yeah. to. Like, uh, 
so one thing about if you if like me early on versus me now is I got a lot quicker. Okay. Like my pacing got faster. Because mm-hmm. I, I went through a period where I was trying to outsmart the audience. I went through another <laughs> period where I thought some jokes were beneath me because that's not intelligent enough. <laughs> How could I ever just talk about the Dollar Tree? Yuck. <laughs> Everyone talks. It's like, well, every, if everybody talks about it, that means it's going to be relatable to a lot of people. Like, right. So you should do things that... Because now you got the audience thinking more than laughing. And I think it's it's good to have them thinking, but oh, it has to be a balance. Yeah. So, um, like, I just seen something. Um, I was cleaning out some stuff, and I found, like, a, a DVD. And I, it was, like, an old set of mine. Okay. Like, it was, like, a DVD I used to sell that shows. Because Dugar was like, man, you need some merchandise. <laughs> If you're going to make money on the road Uh to balance it all out, Mm -hmm. you're going to need some merchandise Mm -hmm. because these clubs, they're not going to pay you a lot of money. Right. So if you have some merchandise, Mm -hmm. you can make it work. Mm -hmm. So I had had all the sets I had, I had them together and my man made me a little DVD. It was really, it was all over the place, Mm -hmm. but it was selling them for $10. And people like you, you might end up selling 10, 10 for 10. You made another $100. Right. And then the club might have gave you 100 Now you got 200 And you're like, oh, hey, this is, this is all right. And you do that. <laughs> so you got three shows, and now you just made what, six, nine hundred, or whatever the case is. You're like, oh, okay, this is possible. Right. I remember the first time I ever got on stage, Miles will tell you this story. Miles Weber, he was like a. This is at the punchline. And I was like, I did really well. And after I got off stage, all the comments were like, man, who are you? <laughs> I was like, because I ain't know nothing. I had a good set. Yeah. I I was like, yo, HBO is probably going to call. Right, like, of course. I'm sure they heard about what happened. Yeah. They, everybody heard about what happened on mm-hmm. that. Random Thursday Sacramento. in a, in yeah. S- Sacramento, like they heard about it. So I'm like, <laughs> Comedy Central is probably going to call, but. Who do I leave my number with? Oh. I asked Miles. I said, yo, how do you make money doing comedy? Yeah. And Miles said, hell if I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, cause to, the, to me, I remember the first time I, I, before I did comedy, got on stage, I went to go watch it. Okay. I ain't never seen comedy if it wasn't on TV. So I went to the showcase. The month before I did the showcase, yeah. So I'm wa- I remember watching and thinking everybody was amazing. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my goodness, this defunct guy is incredible! Holy smokes!" Yeah, <laughs> like I'm, everybody was yeah. like, "Defunct was crazy," and then Shane Murphy, right? And then Mikey Whitfield right. went up, and I remember I told Mikey about this. He had a uh, he had a cowboy hat on. Okay. Out and I was like, "Yeah, it's just Mikey. He had a cowboy hat on." Uh-huh. I asked him about it later, I, like years after I know him. He was like, "I remember that." <laughs> Yo, check it out though, man. <laughs> I had hurt my shoulder, so I couldn't lift my arm to take the hat off. <laughs> so he wore it on. The so he said the hat was just stuck on his head because oh, he no. couldn't lift his arms up. <laughs> 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 what are you talking about? Dugar closed the show out that night, and it was I was just watching like I've got to do this. Yeah. So then next month I did it, and that's when I asked my because these people are superstars. Man, I'm looking right. like, and he was like, yeah, I don't know how to make money here. So I just, <laughs> <laughs> haven't figured that part out yet. <laughs> I'll let you know. Yeah, because I, I ain't know no I ain't know nothing. I just know these people was on stage. I ain't know. Right. I had no idea about nothing. Well, I that's know. the illusion. Yeah, like they're they're already famous if they're on stage. If you they're see on them stage, up there. yeah, they these people are clearly living the dream. Right. I'm clearly right. amongst a bunch of millionaires. Mm-hmm. They just dress like that for fun. <laughs> they just look hungry. Yeah, they just that's just <laughs> that's just to stay humble, right? <laughs> that's <what> but, <laughs> so but so I I was uh. I was like, okay, cool. So now I'm producing these shows. And then I remember the first show I did sold out. Yeah. And now I knew nothing about a guest list. So yeah. these were all sold tickets. Yeah. I didn't know you could do it. I didn't know that. I didn't know what that was. Yeah. Like you could just put them on a list and they can get in. Yeah. What? 
<laughs> oh, y'all gonna make your money on the drinks and the food? Oh yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. But the first I'm talking about and it was this it was the show was Tristan was on the show. Cheryl the Soccer Mom was on the show. Mm-hmm. Dennis Martinez is on the show. Leroy Stanfield is on the show. And uh Sizzle hosted the show. I remember Sizzle. Yeah. And uh, I still got the the. Actually, what's funny is my uncle just sent me because the whole show is on YouTube. He oh, yeah. sent he just sent it to me. He was like, "Man, this is class." He ain't never seen it before. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I was watching. Some, I was like, "Oh, this was good. This is probably like five years ago, 2014." Yeah. How many years ago is that? Six. That's five. Five. Yeah, it's like five years ago, and that's when I started like really producing my own shows and and doing all those things and uh. Yeah, that's why I tell comics, like, yo, just go do your own stuff. Like, you're going to be asking for stage time or you can just go create your own stage time. It's going to be better for you. You're going to get better. And you're going to actually build a fan base. You know, what I notice about a lot of comics, they don't build a fan base. Mm-mm. They just do shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's cool, but you need to build a base up. You need right. to have an army of people who are going to come support you. Right. And, like, people ask me about different shows, and I say, you know, I've, I've never done, like, I never done the quote unquote bringer shows and tried to put it off as if this is my show and look how it's like because you can do that but they're not coming back right like so if you put seven comics on a show that might not be ready for the the thing that you're presenting them with and they bring all their friends so you might have two hundred people there you're gonna have two hundred unentertained people right. who are not coming back. And especially if they've never seen live comedy before, they yeah. think, oh, that's what this, this is? This is what it is. Yeah, right. it's like, because you got <clears throat> seven, they're only going to laugh at you and their friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. and that's, so it's going to be a mixture of, okay, when this girl comes up, her friends laugh. And, <coughs> and hardly paid attention to anybody else. But when those other six comics you put on, they just looking like, this is stupid. Yeah. And then you try to come up and save it, but it's just like y'all been sitting through seven bad comics, who and who may not be bad forever, right. but but they're just not ready yet. They're not ready yet, and you putting them in a bad position. <clears throat> you putting them in such a bad spot to where it's like, yeah, they're never gonna get good if this is the kind of shows they're doing. It's like you got to go through the like the real fire, right? Like I'll be seeing comics on certain shows, I'll be like. <laughs> it's gonna do more hurt than mm-hmm. than good for you. Mm-hmm. So you got to go to the trenches and just go, because I, I, you know, one thing. This is what I tell. You got to go to the black rooms. Mm-hmm. Everybody should have to go to black rooms <laughs> and figure it out. Because you're gonna know whether you're funny there. Yeah, it's a, not it's gonna a, do the mercy <clears throat> laugh or the. It's a different. It's a different kind of intensity in there, mm-hmm. you know, and. And I, I, white comics should go to black rooms and be white comics. Like, don't try to say for shizzle. Like, don't do that. Go be yourself. <laughs> like, go in there and be yourself. Mm-hmm. But it'll, it'll get your ability to grab attention up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? You have to get the attention in those places. The right. same way you got to do in those white bars. You got to get the attention. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's a different, it's a different energy. Right. You know, black black rooms will pick up your pacing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, who, who am I? What do I know? <laughs> well, you're Lance Woods, and uh, I think it. I mean, you have a picture on the front of a comedy club. I uh, I do. Blown up. I do. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So my picture's in front of Last Unlimited. Now you know what happened was Jenny texted me. It's like maybe about eleven thirty. It was late. By 11.30, she said, uh, you in town. And I was like, yeah, what's up? And then she said, can you come by the club? And I was like, oh, Jenny trying to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Now, when I did send this to you, I thought, he's not going to think that. Oh, no, I'm always thinking that. (laughs) My mind is always in a place like that. (laughs) Oh, okay. <laughs> Jenny coming around, I see. It took a minute, but you know I, it took ten years. Yeah, but you know. 
Yeah. Everybody got to move at their own speed. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it was a I was like, oh, shit. And then he was disappointed to find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a picture. I was like, oh, shit. That's dope. Put this condom on for no reason. So you're not trying to fuck. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm, I mean, I'm here already. <laughs> she was like, "That's why don't you have pants on? And I was like, I, I thought it was something else. I didn't know. I, I wasn't for sure. Mm-hmm. You can never be too. <laughs> can never be too sure or unsure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I appreciate that. You yeah. got. Um, Laughs is. Uh, is a club that really um, embodies the city um, and, and a balance of it. Um, like, like I ha- like, uh, like I get frustrated, not for, I don't get frustrated anymore, but I hear the frustration from other people right. about like there's certain publications or certain things within the city and they do things they say are city related, but they only touch a certain demographic of the city right you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's like it's like if you're gonna vote for the best comedian in town which i think is kind of ridiculous to do kind of anyway but you have to go to everywhere where comedy is happening not just this Mm -hmm. this six block radius Mm -hmm. right here and say that it's like nah you know what i mean they um the the publication we're talking about actually reached out to me uh-huh. and they asked me to send you know do you if you know these comics will you send the information to them and i was like and i responded i said it's funny you reach out to me after the fact mm-hmm. but as a club owner for 10 years in a comedy club that's been here for 39 you would think you'd ask me to nominate comics mm-hmm. and not just me mm-hmm. you have three major comedy clubs in town you have two alternative comedy clubs as well, you know, between Comedy Spot and Stab. You would think between those five locations, you would ask each of them to nominate mm-hmm. a couple of people to get a more of a variety of people. Yeah. But you don't. But now after the fact, you want me to help you? Yeah, I won. Look them up I won, on social media. I won Best Comic in that. I Did think you? Once. And I finished like second another time. Yeah, Carlos yeah. won it three years. Yeah. And then there was like big controversy one year because there wasn't a female listed. Mm-hmm. So then the next year they didn't have the category at all. They said, y'all are too much trouble. And they took yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> but they I, put it back in. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's just hard in general. And I have a problem with people judging me. Well, comedy is so subjective. Yeah. So how do you say who's the best comic? based yeah. on? And what, what are you basing it on? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you got, could go technical, go laughs per minute, or you can go by credits, or, I mean, how many times they get up a week? There's it's a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, um, like, there, like, there is a... Uh, it's this thing I got. Like it's just really hard for people to judge me. Like I just, I really just don't like it. Like, yeah. like I don't like competitions for that reason. I do them sometimes, but it's just like, who are you, who are you to tell me what I'm doing? Right. You know what I mean? Like I feel that way. Like, and I, I don't know, man. I, I think comics got to take more pride in they, um, just in their um work. And mm-hmm. I don't mean pride in their work as far as do better i mean part of your work like don't be telling let these people tell you who you is like fuck right. out my face man like you know what i mean like because people really will be like well what you it's like you were saying conversation you said comics asking you these questions it's like you know if you would stop looking for validation from everybody then you'd be all right you right. know what i mean like ain't nobody tell me i know what i'm doing like you know what i mean like you don't even know you don't even know what my objective is with this joke. Right. So you're telling me this joke needs to be this. That might I might be going for the exact opposite. Right. You know what I mean? Like comics are different. Like like um like I know comics when you talk about laughs per minute mm-hmm. who will laugh per minute you to death. Mm-hmm. That's their style of comedy. Mm-hmm. They don't like dead air, dead air. at all. Right. I know other comics who embrace silence because it helps them get their point across. Right. This joke was specifically to get this point across. Right. 
I, I could have threw a bunch of tags and punches in it, but I wanted to get this point across. Then we'll go back to the laugh. But I just wanted to get that off. But if you don't know that that's what he's trying to do, how are you to say it needs to change? Right. Or you can sh- shut the fuck up and, <laughs> you know what I mean? But you do the competition. Like, I, I'm not against competitions. I just, I, I got to, like, when comics do competitions, you got to, uh, you have to look at, there's more than one victory in a competition. Right. So the person who wins the competition and wins whatever the prize is, that's one. But then if you made connections with the club, mm-hmm. then you, that you won. Mm-hmm. If you made connections with other comics that can down the line put something together, then you won. It's like it's well, not just about. Yeah, festivals and competitions aren't just about the one person winning. It's about yeah. the networking and the connections made. And there's so much more stuff like, Perfect segue into 40 for 40 this coming year. Mm-hmm. We're doing the 40 comics woo, woo. for 40 years. Um, and Hillary Hudson came on and we're making it a festival. So we're going to be having panels and, you know, open mics and there's going to be industry here. Uh-huh. So, you know, you come out and you talk to people, you make connections and you network and, you know, meet people. And then even if you don't win, you know, quote unquote, you're you know win whatever it's not a competition Mm -hmm. this one particularly isn't but if a booker is in the crowd and they see you do well you're gonna get work off of that Mm -hmm. so you're like you say you still win you still win and you might you know it might be a girl in the audience who like you and you might get some at that i mean it's just gotta find all your victories baby right right wherever they come from literally (laughs) you know i'm the worst you won't be my manager no Okay. Okay. <laughs> so many comics have actually asked me that. I know. And you said no, but I right. thought if I said it quick and caught you off guard, you would mm. think about it. But no. it was really quick. No. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Let me think about it. No. Yeah, was that better? No, it wasn't. Okay. It was really fast. And you know what it is? It's not. I, I think that you guys don't know deserve <laughs> better than me as a manager. I am terrible at making connections and networking. I'm. I would be a horrible, 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 terrible comic. Hundred percent. That's why I have so much respect for you guys and what you do because I'm. I you would tell me no once and I would be done. That's how I'd I be am. like I'm finished. I, I'm I'm really good career. at making connections. I'm really bad at emailing. Yeah, I think ninety percent of comics are like sitting around <laughs> emailing you my availability. Like mm-hmm. man, you give me the date and I will tell you if I can come and then you tell me another date and I'd be like, all right, I got it. Yeah. But. I get I get lots of email so showcasing you know when you come out and you do a showcase there are comics some comics do better than others mm-hmm. why is it always the comics that don't do as well that are so quick to talk to me and want to know when they can get booked <laughs> but then the comic that I was like oh I liked where'd so and so they're already gone they left they didn't say hi bye nothing I'm mm-hmm. like oh if that comic would have stopped and said Hey, I really liked your show, da, 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 mm-hmm. whatever. Here's my information. They would have got booked. You sound like the girl in the club. Why is it the ugly short dude who's always, <laughs> can I buy you a drink? Where the tall dude? Why did he walk away? <laughs> what you come here for? <laughs> Not to talk to girls. Hey, little mama. <laughs> I could climb that mountain. Did you just call me a mountain? <laughs> Yes, it's been said. Like, <laughs> listen here. If I can carry you, it can't happen. <laughs> That's one way to look at it. That's a rule. You start looking like I can carry him out. <laughs> I'm not no fucking firefighter. Right. It's not. It's not sexy. Sorry. <laughs> I, never mind. What? But <laughs> you so, got a lot of a lot of short men interested in you. Uh, yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. Like small men have a fascination. Mm-hmm. What you six four? Six two. Six two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's been like that your whole life. Um. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Shortest man you gave some to? Oh, I think it was five nine. Okay, I'm five nine. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I already called you at eleven thirty once. <laughs> <laughs> 
text. <laughs> it was a text. Yeah. I didn't want to interrupt if you were in the middle of something. I was. And I, I and said, you, yo. I, <laughs> you said, I got to go. I'll I said, be, I got to go. May may not she was back. like, what? And I was like, I'll be back. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, I was like, yo. I was like, Jen Jackson. Look, she was right here. I said, <laughs> what, what could this be about? Uh-huh. Hiding the phone, put it upside down. Yeah, all that. <laughs> Y'all gotta go. I'll be back. I gotta go to Labs Unlimited at midnight. Yes, it's a thing. <laughs> the headliner dropped out. I thought they was renovating. So ask me all these questions for me. <laughs> Said I'll be back. <laughs> and all you got was a picture in the window. That that was enough. That was beautiful. 40 years. Yeah. So we're doing a 40-year festival. That's in August, right? Mm-hmm. 40, 40 comics, 40 years. Yep. Lance Woods will be hosting. Yes. Tony Roberts is headlining your show. Yes. Very is exciting. that one night? Mm-hmm. One show? One show. Because it's 40 comics. Okay. So there's going to be eight shows over five days and 40 comics. Five shows. Five comics on each show. Okay. You got your other headliners lined up? Um. Yep. Uh, uh, yep. <laughs> Jocelyn Sharp, Ty Rivera, oh um, Chanel Ali uh-huh. from uh, Back East, uh-huh. uh, Tony Roberts. There's a couple more. That you I don't know, have off the top confirmed? of my head. No, no, no. no the, I have all but one confirmed. Okay. And yeah. what's, what's the weight on that? I'm just waiting for him to get back. And then I'm going to move on. I'm going to be like, all right, next. That's all. So Polly Shore still ain't. Nope. <laughs> nope. Polly Shore, Polly Shore said, uh, uh, you know, let me check you with Punchline first. So. Oh, yeah, he's going to be there next month, I think. Yeah. That's what he told you? Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I said, okay. So. Thank you for doing this one today. Of course. Oh. Left hand. And you missed. So. <laughs> <laughs> that shot wasn't shit. Yep. Well, I'm sure we'll be talking again soon because uh, we we barely scratched the surface of Lance Woods. Oh, yeah. Comedy uh, at Laughs Unlimited. Yeah. Um. How how long are we on so far? Fifty six minutes. Fifty six minutes. Yeah, I told I told Hillary these will, these will never be twenty minutes long. She said she wanted twenty minutes. She said she said that's what we should shoot for. She wanted a feature <laughs> set. <laughs> she said I don't know how you're gonna talk that long. I was like, have you ever seen me talk to comics? We talk a long time. So you got a uh, who's your favorite comedian that's nope. not local? No, huh? I can't. Nope. What I don't you have mean? a favorite. Well, this is what I mean. Because I know you got your favorite people like to hang out with. But I'm saying, this is what I meant by that. Your fa- When I said that's not local, I meant like um, a comic that you that you don't book or something. Just your favorite comic to watch on television, maybe. Funny story. Okay. I don't watch comedy on television. At all? No. You don't see none of these Netflix, but none of that shit? No. Okay. Comedy Live is way better. It is. That's why I hate why I hate watching the submission videos. Mm-hmm. It's it's a. I, w- I think we should have a class and make all of you watch submission videos with me. I've never sent a submission video. Oh, I'm I'm telling you, I've, you it's amazing that I've done to, some but. of the things I've done without <laughs> doing things I haven't done because I don't. But that's through your connections because you've yeah. made because you've networked and made connections. Yeah, but I need to be better. Like I, I don't email. Like I rarely be like, hey, I'm a vet. Like I don't. Yeah, man. I got to get better. Yep. I be doing clubs and they be loving me. I never reach back out to them. I got, Damn it, Lance. I be like, they should call me. Oh, Lord. Y'all seen what I just did? Call oh. me. I'll be, I'll be right. What not to do by Lance Woods. Good Lord. It's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't even watch comedy on TV. So you wouldn't even, you don't even know. Mm-mm. You just know who you sing live and that's who you rocking with. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and that's why that's why I started going to festivals and started doing stuff so I can mm-hmm. see more people. Yeah, so you don't even have like a favorite celebrity comment. You ain't you ain't seen none of these Dave Chappelle specials ever. I was talking about you. Oh, Sticks and stones, what? Yeah. Wanda Sykes was good this year. Too, last this year too. Yeah. Wanda Sykes. Yeah. Dion Cole had a good special. I assume that they're good because mm-hmm. I know their names. So, but I just like live comedy better. Yeah. And I like I've I mean we've had we've had names here, but. 
I like I like comics that are on the way up. They're hungrier. Right. Yeah. They have their they have more respect for the stage. Not that people disrespect the stage, but just there's you have this reverence. Like it's still so magical. They're a lot, happier. They're a lot happier to be here. It's yeah. not about a check necessarily yet. Right. I mean you want your check, but there's it's not like um Right. Yeah. Or or it's not, you know, you've you've run through your your celebrity and you're coming back to comedy. Oh yeah. Because I don't think that that's necessarily a, uh-huh. always a great place to be either. Mm-hmm. But the movie's dried up. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. Stand up. <laughs> right. Except so, for they don't. I don't think that they're always so excited. That that, that was a lot of excitement for yeah. being back. They're uh-huh. like, yeah, I'm back. So the thing about the Maserati <laughs> is, when you excel on the gas, it's like that dap, and you like, ha oh, ah. Uh, uh. And that's the thing about mansions. You know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> right, right. All Can of you? these bedrooms, it's scary, right? <laughs> everybody in this bitch got an apartment looking at you like, no, motherfucker, we have no idea right. what you're talking about. Right. After you're after you're a celebrity, can you be relatable still? Did you? Oh, that's another special you didn't see. It's Ellen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think the name of her special was Relatable. Yeah. But she was telling those kind of jokes about, I mean trying to be relatable with this ridiculous amount of <laughs> money and money. fame. Yeah, exactly. All right. We're done. I think so. That was it. Yeah, for today. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Mm, always. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Two.